This is The Christian Artist, honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. I'm Becca. My name's AJ. And we're back for another episode. Uh, if you didn't get enough for the last one, well, we have more. All right, so, yeah. Uh, Becca, would you like to tell us a little bit about who you are? We kind of introduced ourselves last time, but we're having Becca guest star today, so. Yeah, uh, I have been a friend of the Powers's for, like, eight, nine years, so, yeah. you know, I'm like a veteran. A veteran Powers friend. friend. Yeah. <laughs> so... I think I deserve an award one of these days. Probably, for putting up with us. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we give out those kind of awards. No, I don't think we do. You but should start. I want an award. It costs money, though. Jared will get one first, though. He was our friend for longer. Was he? Oh, I don't know. No, he was definitely our friend for well, longer. I've, I've known probably. you longer. He's probably been the friend right? we've had for the longest time. What? Maybe yeah. Trevor Sigmund was longer. Well, Maybe. Lindsay. No, oh, it's yeah. Lindsay. Never yeah. mind. I apologize for that, Lindsay, if you ever listen to this. <laughs> You're definitely you definitely win the award for being the Powers boys friends the longest. So Yep. Yeah. Uh, anything else going on in our lives, people, before we get into the main topic of today? Well, Becca didn't really talk about herself at all. Oh, I guess <laughs> she really didn't. What did. what do you do? Like what are you what do I do? we I am a college student, I said Connor's mm-hmm. just a dude. He's homeschooled. Yep. Just a dude. <laughs> AJ told us about his major. Nice. What what are you doing uh-huh. with your life? I'm a high school student. Uh-huh. Rock County Christian. Woo. Represent. Woo. <laughs> Except me and Connor didn't go to Rock County Christian. We're, yeah. We're, yeah. We were both homeschooled. I actually despise Rock County Christian. He, he yeah. was joking there. Was I, though? Were you? No, I'm what? Kidding. I was joking. Okay, I was about to say. We know lots of people from Rock County Christian. Yeah. A, but the right. people, I could go on a big rant about those, <laughs> too. Okay, this is not the episode where we're going to rip on Rock County Christian, because there's no reason Oh, is there to. an episode for that? No! <laughs> there's not an episode for that. I'm <laughs> sorry. Oh, okay. I'm sorry for this, guys. This is not starting out very well. All right, anything else going on in our lives today? This is... Surprise, this is actually recorded like an hour after the first one. We haven't really done anything yet. Connor played Shadow of the Colossus for a little while. That's a fun game. I killed some demon-possessed mountains. Demon-possessed mountains. That's pretty much what they are. Yeah. Yep. It's a pretty, pretty awesome game if you want to check it out. I'll put that in the liner notes. Shadow of the Colossus. No, he will not. <laughs> I'm just going to put everything in the liner notes. It's fun to say that, too. So you put up a dictionary with all the different words that we used. <laughs> that we used. <laughs> Every single word we used. It, dictionary reference in the liner notes. Yep. Perfect. Not doing that. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back to talk about something... What are we talking about? Vulnerability and Vulnerability and art. And art. There you That's... go. That's what we were talking about. I actually knew that. I just kind of wanted someone else to say something. Because okay. I've basically been talking straight through this entire section. So You can stop talking. AJ, do you want to say something? <laughs> something. There Amen. you go. So clever. All right, we're going to talk about vulnerability and art. And Connor had Connor actually had a dream last night that got us talking about this. This, this... I had the dream this morning. Oh, okay. You know exactly when you had the dream? Yeah, I woke up like seconds after I had it. Oh, right. Basically, it's kind of ironic we have Becca here today, but I had, I had a dream where I was talking to Becca, and Becca was asking me how to um, be a Christian and still share her faith. And, you know, that's kind of a dumb question. But <laughs> yeah, Becca, why do you yeah. have such a dumb Be- question? Come on, Becca. I'll tell my dream self to get smarter. <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway, I said, I sort of, I thought about it for a little bit, and then I was like, okay, and I'll think about it like a paintbrush. You have to, um, once you put the paintbrush in the paint, you have to take it out in order to paint. 
You have to take it out of the can of paint in order to actually paint something. And then she replied, but wouldn't that hurt? And then I woke up. And at first I was like, well, that was a dumb dream. I must have, like, that could have been really philosophical in my dream if I, you know, was still all hazy and foggy and didn't really think about it. So then I was talking to AJ about it, and we just got to thinking that the paint is God, or just scripture, and you are the paintbrush, and you have to dip yourself in to the paint, but you have to take yourself out of the paint. You can't just stay in the paint can. You have to take it out of there and spread your faith and share with other people your experiences. You have to paint other things. And then Becca promptly replied, but that hurts. And then I woke up. And, you know, um, it does hurt. And that's mm -hmm. that's the reality of the fact. Yeah, and we're going to do an extrapolation on that um, and talk about vulnerability, um, specifically in art, uh, where you're, you know, you're going out there and uh, using your own personal experiences and other things that have happened to you to, uh, you know, expose yourself and uh, help other people in similar situations. And, uh, you know, just various things like that. So I just want to ask, uh, does anyone have any initial thoughts? I'd say one thing for me in my printmaking class, my last semester at uh, UW-Whitewater, um, there was very few Christians in the class, but the majority of the class didn't have uh, good responses to my artwork and what idea I was trying to get across in the artwork itself. Um, so as you've put yourself out there with your art and the ideas you're trying to get across, people aren't going to necessarily see those ideas directly and you're going to be criticized harshly for your art compared to what you think the reception of it should be. So you've got to be, um, just understand that that's going to be the response you're going to get with a lot of your artwork. You're not going to get people saying the exact thing that you in your mind thought and wanted to present across to those people. So you want to be more specific with what you do and put your identity on it. Is that what you're saying? You've got to be uh, specific, but you also have to be very detailed about the process of creating the piece of art that you do so that objectively, as objectively as possible, you would get the ideas across that you want to get across and that then subjectively you put your own spin on it so that it still has your, um, your mark on it and not just seems like a ordinary piece of artwork, whether it's music or a painting or whatever it is, that people can tell that it was made by you and not just random Joe. Yeah, and that's also just with art is you want to put your identity on it because nobody wants to uh, hear a song about just generic random Joe, you know? You know. They want it's, to hear about your personal story. And that's kind of what it is with any art. It's They want to hear your perspective. That's that's the reason anyone listens to podcasts. That's the reason anyone reads books is because they want to see that author's v vision for a story or for music or something like that. And it's because of those unique things that you're bringing to art that makes it art. Because um, if it was just... If art had a standard where it's like everyone should fit to this standard and everyone had to be like that, that wouldn't be art at all. It would just be manufactured goods. That's <laughs> <laughs> a funny way of putting it. Yeah. Is it edible manufactured manufactured goods? Uh, you wish it would. I wish it be, would wouldn't it? I mean, when, if you're going for the culinary arts, <laughs> then yeah, I <laughs> guess. I mean, a biscuit's a biscuit, right? Yeah. Emily O'Leary's probably going to be mad at me if I said that. <laughs> Except I did say that, and Emily O'Leary might hear this. So if I... If you hear this, Emily, I apologize. Art... <laughs> food is art, I know. 
Well, I guess if we're going to be talking about vulnerability, we might as well reference the song um, I Never Got to See the West Coast by Emery, which is a song about a guy who uh, basically had just lots of depression and lots of thoughts of suicide, but nobody really uh, shared that with him. So he felt like that was all just, you know, like he was doing something wrong. He didn't think that nobody, he basically felt like nobody felt the same way as he did. So that there was something wrong with him, that that's why he felt that. And um, the closing of the song is basically that um, we all feel like that at times. Mm -hmm. And that we're not alone in the fact that we all screw up and we all um, make mistakes, basically. And... The point of the song was basically just to say that we should be vulnerable about the, the, the mistakes that we make and the things that we feel because we're not alone in that and people, other people might think that they are. So we need to um, share our struggles with people mm -hmm. so that they can learn how to get out of it like we did. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of what has to do with like stories and stuff like that. The, the, one of the things that makes a story work so well is when an author takes personal experiences that they've gone through and kind of like translate them into the story terms because the the thing that uh, there's an old writing quote uh, write what you know and you know to an extent you can only take that advice to a certain extent because it's like okay I don't know anything about fire breathing dragons or magic or something like that you know if you're writing a fantasy novel you don't know about those things but it it, it does work to an extent it's like okay I'm I know a lot about horses I'm a horse person. I should write about horses because that's the thing I know about. And same thing with personal experiences. It's like if you've gone through something traumatic or you've gone through something that, you know, could help other people to explain your experiences about it, um, those, those are great things to put in art, put, to put in a story, to put in a song that you're writing because other people are bound to have similar experiences. And that's what the human experience is about is just sharing things with each other and, you know, um, sharing experiences, sharing the things that have happened to us to help other people go through similar experiences and come out right on the other side. So come out stronger. Come out stronger on the other side. That's what I meant to say. Thank you. That's the way to grow. Mm -hmm. And I agree in that, and I agree that it creates, like, a huge sense of community when you are, when you are sharing things, like, that are just crazy personal and crazy deep. I, example, um, I was in a band, a big ensemble that, a month ago, maybe, and one of the pieces was commissioned by the director for uh, one of the girls in his band back where he was originally from had committed suicide, mm -hmm. and he commissioned this piece, and he, like, wrote it, wrote it out, and, I mean, the other pieces in the concert were great, but that was the one that really connected with people and really connected with that kind of thing, and it mm -hmm. helped so many people just vent and get that out, where... Like, to a, to a point, you can speak what you feel, but, I mean, especially for people that aren't as articulate, it's just so immensely helpful to have a medium like music or art or, like, painting art or something like that that you can just kind of speak through that rather than have that. And then mm -hmm. people can somehow understand through notes what you're feeling, yeah. even though they're not actually listening to what you're saying. I'd also like to talk about the fact that if you are going through something hard and it's a struggle or you've been through a great loss recently, that you need to, um, it's, it's not a bad thing to hurt and feel. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. It's not a bad thing to be angry because you are feeling that and bottling up those feelings is just going to delay the inevitable. The inevitable so got healing that you're yeah. trying to get to. Um, you have to let the feelings out in order mm -hmm. to heal. That's something we've been talking about recently. So throw that out there too. Mm -hmm. Us as Christian artists, uh, that's our, one of our primary jobs is to... Uh, you know, when you're a storyteller or a musician or something like that, you, you're dealing in emotion. That's that's mainly what art form, what different art forms are trying to accomplish is, you know, uh, portraying, emotion. portraying emotion and trying to get an emotional reaction at other people. And, you know, to an extent that can be taken, well, you know, a horror movie is trying to get you to be afraid or something like that. But, um, you know, Christian artists can use that so effectively to help people feel emotions and get to a point where they can deal with different situations they've been to or been through. Um, and, you know, specifically, like, as you said, you know, suicide or something like that. If someone's dealt with depression and something like that, that's such a good medium, as you said, to get that out to help. One of the things that I have um, heard a lot about stories um, is that stories are like an artificial simulator for real life experiences. Um, and so, like, when you're reading the story, you're experiencing emotions that you would be experiencing and having stimuli fire off in your brain that are extremely similar, if not the same, as the same things that would be happening if you were actually going through those experiences. And to an extent, stories are a way of helping you deal with things before they happen, helping you be better better to deal with situations as they come up, stressful situations and hard you know, heartbreaking situations because you've already been through those artificially through stories and through you know, other art forms. And to an extent, that's also what artists are trying to do. They're trying to help people cope with reality through dreams, pretty much. I would say for me, <clears throat> with uh, poetry specifically, um, there's just so much that can be portrayed in words. Um just with individual words and looking at those meanings and um, just with God, obviously, too, with words, just the power that they have to create, to take life, and then also on the opposite side of that, too, to take life away. So within my own poetry, I delve deep into the meanings of words when I add them into my poems, and I don't take lightly to add a stray word here because it seems like it's it fits well because it rhymes well when the meaning of that word completely destroys this part of the poem and, and the meaning I was trying to get across. Um, so I've got to be diligently seeking to find mm -hmm. to find words that truly fit and they don't just fit right off the bat, but that they truly fit and make that specific poem and that part of the poem get across the meaning that needs to be there. Yeah, and that's a lot of art is that. It's finding the, the, the right words, the right you know, color, the right note that perfectly describes what you want it to be and what you are thinking in your in your head because you're trying to translate these ideas into physical reality and it's going to take some work. It's going to take trial and error over, you know, hours, days, weeks, months, years even to find that right thing that just resonates exactly what you... It's an amazing feeling when you have a piece of art in front of you and you you know that is exactly what it was in your brain and you finally got it out exactly as you pictured it 
Um, and that hasn't that's happened to me, and it's like, wow, this is... And, and sometimes it's even better than what you thought it could have been when you had that internal idea. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all about digging deep within yourself and within, you know, as for poetry, as AJ said, finding that right word, or with music, finding that right key that you're singing that song and, you know, trying new things, trying to uh, delve deep into those different things you can try to make that art exactly what you want it to be and exactly what it should be um, based on what you're, you know, what you're making. One of the things that my dad always says is uh, do everything with excellence. And uh, that's something I've tried to put into pretty much anything I do, especially art. Um, It's just don't do something half-heartedly. If you're going to be an artist, if you're going to do anything, you know, one, you're doing it for God, ultimately, because, you know, everything we do should honor God. Um, But also you're, you know, you're trying to have respect for yourself and do the very best that you can do that you know that you can do. Um, Because if you just leave something half-heartedly, you're not honoring God with that and you're not honoring yourself either. All right, we have a few questions to answer here. I, I posted again on social media. This is the same day. This is like an hour later from the last podcast. We did actually get a few more questions, though. Um, so a first question from at you are treasured on Twitter. Um, and she was answering my personal account, not our actual show account, because no one really cares about this show yet. Because one, we actually haven't even put out content. And two, it's probably not even that great. But you should still listen. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Still listen. All right, so um, she says, I have no clue what you are podcasting about, but do you like Reliant K? And if so, top five favorite songs. Woo. <laughs> so do you like, everybody, let's go around real quick. Does everybody here like Reliant K? Yes. We listen yeah. to Reliant K? AJ? I haven't AJ? listened to them a lot, but I like their music. Okay, <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, I like them. Reliant K is mine and Connor's, like, one of our childhood bands. Um, we used to listen to them all of the time, and we still listen to them all the time. They're great band with great lyrics um, and music. Um, okay, so top five favorite songs. I mean, that's mm. kind of rather specific. Like, we'd have to spend a lot of time to... Yeah. But just favorite songs. Fire Savannah. Line Savannah, yep, that's probably my favorite Lion K song, yeah. to be honest. Savannah's a great song. Mm-hmm. AJ, do you have a favorite song by Lion K? I couldn't even name one. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Someone called Who I Am Hates Web, Ben. Who I Am, yep. That's a, that's a classic. Yeah. I So Hate Consequences. That's also a good one. Um, I really like... I can't even think of it now. Oh, More Than Useless is one of my favorite songs mm. by them. You know what's a really good Reliant K song that actually fits in with this theme? What? About vulnerability? What? Let it all out. Let it all out. That that's a, a good one. That's Let's a good put song. that in the liner notes so you yeah. guys can help deal with your emotions through music. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, that's a good good song. Becca, do you, do you actually <laughs> have a favorite? I'm looking through. Um, I guess I should probably, I could probably do that too. Sure. Candlelight is the cutest song oh, I've Candlelight, ever heard. Candlelight, <laughs> Candlelight is a great song. I love that song. Oh my gosh, it's, oh, it's so cute. Um, you know, really, I, the problem with Reliant K is all of their songs are so good. So you should mm-hmm. really just like. Not all. Okay, not all <laughs> songs. Okay, but, what I mean is all of yeah. their in albums. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you right now. I'm gonna shoot straight. I hated Collapsible Lung. 
I'm sorry, oh, yeah. I well, did. We all did. We all did. That, wait, Collapsible Lung? What album was that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought we made a pact that that one didn't yeah, exist. Well, but every other album, yeah. I don't think there's a single song on any of those albums that I didn't like. The farther so. back you go, the better they get, I think. Really? Uh, not Except exactly. I don't know. The first ones, two albums, I love, I love them, mm. but I actually like the style of the later songs more. Definitely. But mm. I do actually love those songs, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh... The other one. Forget and not slow down. Yeah, th- those okay. two are the those best. Those two, yeah. Those two are the classics. Yeah, those are great. Um, anyway, next question. Uh, the next question is from Taylor DiRienzo Stokes. Oh boy, here we go again. Um, where do babies come from? Well, Taylor. <laughs> Ask your mom. <laughs> We're not talking about the birds and the bees on this podcast. And the butterflies. Unless the butterflies. it's a Reliant K album. Oh, that's yeah. really <laughs> the birds and the B sides. That's another great album that you should all go listen to. That's a good. That's a good Reliant K album. AJ, do you have any comments about where do babies come from? Or are we just gonna leave it? When two people love each other, they make babies. Amen. Amen to that. All right. So we did end up talking. We about apparently sex. we did. <laughs> Wait, Connor, what? whenever we try to brainstorm a topic for these podcasts, Connor brings it up. He's like, "Let's talk about sex," and he's kidding. But uh, kidding. apparently, what? Are you not kidding? No, I'm kidding you. Okay. Eventually, we probably will talk about sex on this podcast, probably. but not yeah. today. Becca probably won't be there for that <laughs> yeah, one. No. I'll be somewhere else. Okay. Oh, it looks like we got another you. question here. Uh, Becca Harper <laughs> says... What? <laughs> so apparently Becca decided to just write on her Facebook yeah. and ask a, ask a question yeah, podcast while questions. she's on the podcast. So that's some meta for you there. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite form of art in terms of expression? So, like, what, like, yeah, like ex- personally. The, the kind of art we like expressing ourselves with the most? Uh-huh. Um, I would say, uh, see, it's really close tie between music and storytelling and, like, uh-huh. creative writing. <sighs> I'd probably have to say creative writing, though. I'd have to say music. <clears throat> music. Becca, yeah. you gonna answer your own question? <laughs> um. I want to hear AJ's first. The type of art that... You like expressing yourself with the most. Yeah. I'd say right now it's graphic design, but eventually once I write more of my music, it'll be kind of a tie between the music and graphic design, combining the two into one art form. Mm -hmm. Yeah, AJ has a band, guys. Or, like, not really a band, but he has a Twitter profile (laughs) where he's eventually going to release music, so... Sweet. At Activator... A C T I V eight T E R. The number eight. Yeah. No, there's no T. Debate er. Oh. Yeah, you're Debate right. E R. So A C at A C T I V eight E R. That'll also be in the uh, in the liner notes. Because <laughs> I want to put everything in the liner notes. Uh, Becca, what's your favorite oh. way of expressing yourself with art? Um, definitely music. Mm-hmm. Um, Get your trumpet. Yeah, she trumpet, plays trumpet, guys. It's pretty awesome. My fritorn and my my brass. She likes brass instruments. Yeah. And if you if you <laughs> ever say that woodwinds or strings are better than brass, You're she will right. go off on you. I am, me and Maddie Ginter have experienced this firsthand. We had a battle once. Not I like won. A, and well, whatever. We were, we, were, we kept talking about which ones, which was better. Brass, woodwinds, or strings. I still say strings, uh, and Maddie will always say woodwinds, but... Mm. Hmm. Sticking with my brass. Yeah. 
Why are you putting this I in do the podcast? Like I don't know, because mm. people are interested, Carter. The people want to know. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> if they don't, they'll just not listen. Yeah, that's and true. You don't have to listen to this podcast. We're still going to put it out every week. Oh, yeah, you don't have of to course. listen. Yeah. Any other questions? Um, Seth sent me a question, but that's via private Facebook message, so I don't think he messaged for the <laughs> you know, podcast. You could have just not said that and be like, anonymous question. <laughs> that's true. No, yeah. but then Seth would know. Just reword it then. Do you want to write one? No, I'm not going to write a question on <laughs> the podcast. You kind of could just ask it now. Yeah. Well, yeah. But do, do, do any of us have questions for us? I don't really want to know more about you guys. I know yeah. enough about you guys. Okay, Connor, I'm going to say it again. Lean in, please. No. Connor just always decides to lean back in his chair. It's more comfortable that well, way. Well, that's... No, just don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we're pretty much done here. So, yeah. This has been episode two of The yeah, Christian Artist. It has been. You are it's out of excuse. Oh, wait, that's a different podcast. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> So, should we have, like, a special hashtag that, like, people who listen all the way to the end of this will will know to put it? I mean, no one will use it, because no <laughs> one will listen to, to it at all. That, I've heard that other podcasts do that, where they have, like, a special yeah. hashtag that they say at the end of the, cool. of the podcast to be like, if you listen all the way to the end, then use this hashtag on Twitter, and we'll know you listened. Nice. Um, what should it be? I feel like we just shouldn't. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, I, I feel like feel we like just we shouldn't. shouldn't. <laughs> Good job, Connor. Again, no. that's, that's hashtag I feel like <laughs> we just. just shouldn't. There we go. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> ridiculous. Yes, we are. All right, that's been The Christian Artist. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.